Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome, loyal listeners. This is Tim Ash, your host for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And on this segment, my guest is Ari Weil, who's the Director of Product Management at Yoda. Uh, and that's not Yoda, the guy from Star Wars, it's Y-O-T-T-A. Uh, welcome, Ari. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit, uh, for those folks that don't know, what Yoda is. Sure, so Yoda is a, a service. That's designed basically to take care of the problem where a business is trying to deliver a customer a website and is not getting the conversion results they want. So we make online businesses maximize their full online potential. Okay, so the natural question to ask after a proper elevator speech like that is, how do you do that? (laughs) Yeah, well, basically what we find is, you know, the, people talk about all the time trying to optimize landing pages and optimize shopping cart experiences to maximize conversions. And we also talk about how people use, you know, mobile devices increasingly and are online more and more all the time. What we haven't really looked at is how the content that we're trying to push out to those devices and those users are actually the root cause of the problems that they're facing in conversion. It's not the content or the design necessarily, but maybe it's just how the data is getting to the devices and being presented to the user. And so Yoda helps you prioritize and sequence that content to always engage users and drive them to engaging with your brand more and converting more. Okay, well, that that seems still a little um, squishy to me. So uh, nuts and bolts. So this is something that sits on top of your content management system, right, whatever you're using, and essentially reconfigures or personalizes the experience based on the device or other things you know about the visitor? Right. So we have profiles based on content device, uh, devices, on, on regions, etc. anything that the user might present through a user agent string if we want to be technical. And then our cloud-based solution sits in between whatever your platform is for delivering e-commerce or, or other content and your users. And we take their requests, we route them the best way, whether it be to cached resources or uh, to your origin server, and then find the best, most optimal way to not only deliver the bits, but also deliver and orient, uh, instruct the browser on what should be displayed when. So an example would be if you go to an e-commerce site and you're presented with uh, the first thing is an offer to sign up for a newsletter, and the second thing is to tweet about them on Twitter, you're probably going to be frustrated because you came to that site to consume their goods and services and not be inundated with offers and other JavaScript. We try to make sure that your content is the star and that we can enrich the experience by delay loading or on-demand loading all the other elements that would help a user really engage with you, whether that be asking for help, 
tweeting about you when they're satisfied with your good or service or putting something in the shopping cart and taking it through to a transaction. Okay, well, so I'm hearing two things. One is that you're basically um, intercepting, kind of sitting between the user experience and the browser and the content management system or wherever it's originally coming from. That's one thing, and so it's cloud-based SaaS kind of thing. But I'm also hearing that you're kind of, optimizing, say, the what you show and the speed with which you show it and what order you load it? That's right. That, so we think that there's three barriers, basically, to users converting on a website when you talk about just the website or the web application itself. One is exceptional performance. So people use CDNs, people optimize for front-end. That, that would be content delivery networks that basically cache your content and make sure that it's, it's, it's very quick to load from anywhere on the Internet. That's correct. So edge delivery to make sure geographic latency is removed. And that works really well for static content. But then we have dynamic content. So users log into your website and suddenly you're going to change some of the content based on their user profile, their past purchases, maybe the, adver or the advertisements that you serve them. And so that can't be served by simple caching with a content delivery network. That is something people treat with front-end optimizations. And we apply those too via our network. We also eliminate distractions. So if you've ever loaded a website from an Apple device that's uh, a website that's serving Flash content, you know that when you see the certain content that can't be rendered, it's a distraction. And it invites you to either start to get frustrated or maybe leave to a, a, another site. And so we can resolve those intelligently as well without coding, sort of like the way the tag management systems help applications. A small bit of code, and then we allow our platform basically to customize what's displayed based on the device's capability. Okay, so so for example, you know, that notorious, okay, Flash doesn't work with Apple because they hate Adobe kind of thing. So if you detect Flash on the website and they're coming from an, an iPad, then you're just going to never even try to serve up that code. You'll just take it out on the fly. Yeah, we'll either take it out or we'll replace it with something that you specify. So you don't have to make your page even more complex and even heavier to try to accommodate your users. You tell Yoda, if a user comes from an Apple device, iPad, iPhone, iPod, don't show Flash because it won't render. Instead, show a JPEG or show a GIF. Or, in, as you said, don't show anything at all. But at the end of the day, the user isn't distracted and taken out of their focus and out of their concentration because you haven't basically broken their workflow. You're showing them right. a consistent experience. Yeah, and they, and they don't think that uh, you, your company sucks because there's a flash plug-in required kind of error message. <laughs> How have you not caught up to HTML5? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Well, so, you know, um, so you, like you mentioned there's three aspects to conversion. So one is speedy loading of content, but you also talked about appropriate experiences on different devices, and uh, maybe we can talk about that a little more. Sure. So, I mean, the appropriate device, we call it just-in-time content. The point is, if I look at your website on a widescreen desktop machine, I have a better Internet connection in theory because I'll be connected to a landline, whether it's a LAN or maybe it's a Wi-Fi network, but it's going to be a pretty resilient connection, and it's going to have a lot of bandwidth. And my machine, my, my laptop or my desktop computer, will probably have more CPU and more memory and a better ability to multiprocess than, say, my phone. So okay. when, when people devise their checkout process and their navigation on their website, a lot of times, and granted, responsive web design is trying to change this, but they're looking at their desktop presentation first and then basically how they shrink it for a mobile device. What we allow you to do is without materially changing your code or going through a whole replatforming or redesign exercise to say, 
different devices, different viewports, different manufacturers, maybe different web browsers themselves have different abilities to show information and can also only show the information that will fit in the viewport. What Yoda lets you do with just-in-time content is to be sensitive to that and not always load 100% of your page or not always load your page in the same way, but instead load it in a way that's more in line with the capabilities of that device and that user's context when they come to your site. So if I give you an example, if I'm a user who is taking the train to work like I do every morning, then okay. when I'm on my phone, I'm going to be going in trying to accomplish very specific things on my phone as opposed to when I may be sitting at my, at my desk with my laptop where I'll be browsing and perusing and taking my time a bit more. And so my mindset coming from my, desk, from my, from my phone when I browse you know, from the train is going to be what fits in my viewport, how quickly does that load, and can I interact with a minimum of navigation and scrolling. And I think a lot of users are that way because they've been attuned to just how problematic that can be on a mobile device. What Yoda okay, well, well, let's not think about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, let, let's talk about it because you know uh, I'm personally, um, you know, we'll pick this up after the break as well. But um, I'm going to go off on a quick little rant here, and that is, you know, I, I keep hearing, you know, this the past, you know, year or two, everybody's into this responsive design, responsive design, and you have to have this really heavyweight reconfigurable client-side code. In other words, it's all in JavaScript and gets re-rendered in your browser. Um, you know, for every possible experience from an 80-inch plasma to a teeny tiny, you know, BlackBerry, if anybody's still using those. Uh, you know, but it, that's not even, that's not realistic. It requires a bunch of QA and testing. And what we're advocates for is you just have a different experience. You have basically kind of a web slash tablet, which is very high resolution anyway, experience. And, and then you have a smartphone experience. Um, and, and, you know, just having two separate sets of templates or two sets of rules, uh, you know, if you're using something like your system, is enough. You, that what, you know, proper responsive design is too heavy and usually expensive and only enterprise-type folks even have the resources to, to even try to do it, right? And they usually fall down anyway. All right, that's my rant. You know, can we pick that up after the break and I get your reaction? Absolutely. All right. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. 
Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Hold on to your white hat or black hat. WebmasterRadio.fm is ready to take you behind the backlinks. We're digging and scraping past the surface of everyday news and views of search engine marketing and dropping our proverbial anchor text on the important issues affecting the industry with our panel of search engine insiders. Behind the Backlinks. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. On demand, anytime, inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And I'm continuing my conversation with Ari Weil, uh, Director of Product Management at Yoda. Uh, and Ari, before the break, I went off on my, well, I wouldn't say it's anti-responsive rant, but but just saying that um, you don't need to be everything to all people and sometimes just device-specific stuff or smartphone-specific is the right way to go. What do you think of that? So I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, there's a really good case study for anybody who's interested in diving into this topic a little bit deeper um, that was put out by Fathead. Fathead, the guys that make the gigantic stickers for your wall, they right, actually right. went through a revenue analysis and responsive web design based on how many columns they display in a viewport. Um, but without all of that background, if we look at what, op- what, what developers are trying to optimize for, what content marketers have to take into account, you've got over 200 combinations of operating system and browser that you have to try to optimize for. And responsive is supposed to allow you to write once, and then you can optimize everywhere. But the problem is the tools, to your point, that you have available to you are JavaScript and jQuery and a lot of CSS-based techniques that basically allow you to do anything that you want to if you're good enough, but they let you basically bloat your page very, very easily and make it difficult to render on a shaky last-mile network for a mobile device or even, you know, any sort of underpowered hardware. And so, you know, you're hiding content instead of not delivering it. So you've got four versions of an image, the desktop version for a, a, a retina display, the mobile version for a retina display, the thumbnail image, and then the zoom-in image, and you're always delivering them all to the device. Instead, you know, what makes sense, until the industry can actually catch up, until technology can actually give you a better tool so that you can get somewhere between making do with widescreen versus mobile or trying to implement responsive web design and instead giving you tools that are lighter weight and easier to use, Yoda is there basically to let you create your one website solution and then have profiles that will optimize it across all devices. It's, it's techniques and it's technology that a lot of people could implement themselves if they had the resources available to Craigslist and eBay and Amazon, 
but we're trying to make it available as an affordable and easy to implement service. Well, and, and what I'm hearing about the nice thing is that, okay, you know, it's also the rule of 80-20. You can't really optimize for everything perfectly. So like I said, first cut you might take is web slash tablet and smartphone. Okay, and then if you see, okay, smartphone's really growing, and within that segment our important users are on, say, iPhone and Android, you know, Windows 8's not even a distant third, then maybe I just fork off two different versions for those two classes of devices or, or by screen size or some other rule. So you can basically kind of extend it into the areas you need to, the ones that are promising, without having to extend it to all devices or think through all possible applications. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And the one, the one step further that I take it is, you know, letting content marketers can, can think about this every bit as much as IT does, and in fact, we're, we're more conditioned to do so. If you look at the way that search engines play a role in the efficacy of the content that you're putting out there and your ability to attract users to your pages, mobile and desktop search engines are actually ranking you differently now, or I should say Google is ranking your mobile and your desktop solution differently based on how they render on those devices. So right. when we look at profile optimization, you know, you're right on the money when you talk about desktop versus, let's say, mobile and tablet and keeping it simple and having that down to basically two ways to segment your traffic. But the third very important one is, what are you actually doing for the search engine? So if a search engine comes to my site, I actually don't want to do front-end optimizations or anything. I just want to cache as much as I can because I want that search engine to, A, get a blisteringly fast experience and, B, mm -hmm. find the broken links. That, that's really my goal. And this, if I have third-party JavaScript that's going to render when that search engine tries to crawl my site, I could end up with 503 errors. I could end up with 404 errors. I could end up with just, you know, time to display metrics that are going to be in the, the 11, 15, 20-second range, and that's going to start impacting all of the campaigns that I have from a marketing perspective and my user's ability to find me. Okay, so, you know, and it seems also like um, if, basically you, you hit on a critical point, which is, no offense, uh, I'm a recovering technologist myself. I almost got my PhD in computer science. But, you know, m as marketers and as content creators, we want the flexibility and the speed to deploy whatever new content we need to when we need to. And one of the biggest issues is cycle time. If it ever goes into the IT development queue, you may never see it again or it might see the light of day six months later. So it sounds like with an approach like this, you're taking more control of your content creation and and specialization without involving IT. How, how, is that an important part of uh, the picture? So I do think that take, yeah, I think if you look at from a technology perspective, there's a, a critical rendering path for displaying a page, right? You, you create the, the document object model for a page and then you apply the style. And that's part of the, the trick that, you know, a lot of developers are trying to get their heads around to make sites perform better. If we look at the way that a website's development and content, you know, seeing the light of day works within an organization, it's similar. You create all of the content within marketing and then you try to pass it through the IT organization to get optimized and posted to the site. And that's where there's a lot of tension between the groups and also a lot of um, lost time, basically, in getting development out to market. And, and Gartner and Forrester talk about the push-pull between IT and marketing all the time. So yeah, for Yoda, the goal is you can optimize your site and have IT involved with it in a way that is not going to be confrontational or jarring. We're here to enable you to continue to maintain your living site to maximize your conversion without having to bottleneck on IT. And by the way, when we talk to companies, this is something that IT wants. There just aren't a lot of tools available to help facilitate that sort of working together.
Right. So the way, the way that, that I look at it, I mean, it's not like IT is evil. I mean, I like to be a little dramatic sometimes, but the point is sure. that uh, I, I, if IT is rolling out a new version of the site or some big you know, new functionality module, they're focused on that. And so this kind of interrupt-driven, gee, we'd like to have this look better on iPhones kind of stuff coming from marketing, I mean, it deservedly uh, gets low priority. It's just extra work on their plate. And so it's kind of like if you can find some way to say, hey, go do it yourself, marketing people, then, yeah, I think from IT's viewpoint, that's better. And from marketing and, like I said, just uh, cycle times, being able to get it done, it's better as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're trying to be for marketers and optimizing your website, what Optimizely has, has been for just basic content experiments. And Optimizely is a great product that's easy to use, but the problem with it is before you can start experimenting on what content works, your content has to load in the first place and users have to consume it. So Yoda's here to make sure that the data is fast and your website is loading very quickly and then providing you integrated tools so that marketing can better understand, and so can IT, by the way, how they should be prioritizing what they optimize and how they optimize based on the impact that it's having on business metrics. So we integrate yeah. with Google Analytics to show you that, you know, it's the best possible bar to measure yourself against, right? User satisfaction right. is great, but conversions are really the, the telling metric. Okay, but so you can, you can push this back through Google Analytics and you can say, hey, by having a, again, I'll just use the example of a specialized experience for iPhones, we're able to lower the bounce rate from iPhone visitors by X percent and right. increase and their conversion rate by Y percent or whatever. Right, or unique purchases or the number of transactions. I mean, you have all of those metrics at your disposal as soon as you start looking at your analytics solution. But it also allows us to say, we're going to run an A-B test and see if we do, um, let's say, implement responsive images on your website, which should allow us to only load the images that are visible in the viewport, and then we can also apply, for example, fade-in effects without you having to write the code. So let's do that. Let's push it out to this, this segment of your visitor traffic, and then watch the impact that it actually has on their conversion. And so before you undertake a major initiative to change your site, we can actually let you test and measure the efficacy of that change so that you're not wasting a lot of time. So like I said, it's like what Optimizely did for content, but we're taking it broader so that it can be uh, optimization and performance-based. And then Okay, so it's kind of, you kind of quick and dirty testing, like is this worth us permanently installing in the site code? Uh, you know, let's just buy it on a subset of our visitors. So are you actually able to do uh, random kind of split testing of, of different versions? Yes, we do it in a white glove approach with our customers. We don't have a public interface as slick as optimizers, I have to admit. Uh, as a product guy, it's painful for me to say out loud. But, you know, we, that, yes. So we can split the traffic, and we feel that's the only real credible way to, to help people make these decisions. Okay, well, great. We're um, going to go out to another short commercial break, and then we'll continue our conversation. And, uh, and after the break, I want to explore this kind of, to me, it's a bizarre thing. I've had a couple of guests in the past that have had similar, um, let's, let's say, interests, or as I like to think of them, death wishes. But you apparently jump out of working airplanes. Um, <laughs> we're going to find out about this crazy Israeli when we come back after the break. Thanks. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. 
Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Affiliate Buzz, on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, from LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Uh, and today I'm continuing my conversation with Ari Weil, the Director of Product Management at Yoda. And Ari, skydiving. Seriously, you're a family man with a kid, aren't you? <laughs> don't, don't you want to live? And I'm scared how did, of heights. How, yeah. Yeah, how did you get into that? Was that like a, on a dare or something? Um, it, it sort of, yeah, it was one of those nights out drinking with your buddies where you see the flyer in the restroom and say, Hey, we're all going to do this tomorrow. And I was the only one who showed up, fell in love with it and went and got certified. <laughs> Holy moly. Well, I used to I live here in San Diego and for a while I worked on a project at a local airfield and the, uh, I forget what they're called, but the Navy SEAL dive team, um, or parachute team, those guys used to do 10, 12 jumps a day out of yeah, the airfield. Yeah. That's crazy. Was, How many uh, jumps have you done? I've done 101. Um, I used to. I've actually done a couple of skydives with the uh, Golden Knights from the Army. So I didn't. I didn't uh-huh. work with the other group of guys. But yeah, they uh, professional skydivers. It's amazing. So turn points in the air. You know, done the 10 jumps in a day type of thing. It's great fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then inexpensive. I take it. 
So the jumps usually range between 13 and 20 apiece. They're not terribly expensive. Getting oh, wow. certified, however, is. It costs about yeah. eight to ten thousand dollars to get certified. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, the, it's that upfront cost and getting the, the stylish uh, jumpsuit. That's the key, isn't it? Needless to say, it happened before my kids. <laughs> okay, good enough. Uh, that's what I say about salsa dancing. I used to be a salsa dancer. And now I do it on my anniversary once a year. Uh, all right. Well, uh, well. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, so, you know, if um, let, let's talk. We only have about uh, three three minutes or so. Um, tell us, you know, just like how what size companies you guys work with, and you know, uh, what do you recommend as kind of a way to get started. Obviously, you don't want to bite off the whole enchilada. Is a way to ease into this? Absolutely. So we work with companies from small startups and, and sort of mom-and-pop online businesses all the way up through, you know, multi-billion dollar companies at the moment. Um, their challenges are, are all very much aligned, even if the nuances are quite different. So the fastest way that we get started with people is by going through a simple site acceleration onboarding process where we can help you get caching implemented, remove latency, start realizing the stability, and then show you how your site's performing at Google Analytics, and then slowly but surely, we'll layer in the optimizations that either you feel are important or that you're comfortable uh, implementing, and, and just basically work together with our customers in a very iterative approach. We have monthly touch points with some customers, quarterly with others, you know, and just really do a collaborative process of educating them while we optimize their site and show them some real, some real benefits. Our customers see on average about 22% conversion improvement when they use Yoda. Oh wow! No, well, that's that's pretty compelling. That's what we like to hear. You know, the numbers tell the tale. Uh, and so, um, you know, just so you start with a basic kind of speed of audit and speed up of the site to make sure things are, uh, you know, make sense, and then layer in the device specific or personalization components uh, based on the, the client's business and needs. And that way, we keep it very comfortable and, and sort of very small. You know, you can tackle one hill at a time, and then when you look back over your shoulder, you'll realize very quickly, wow, how you've been able to advance your site. And of course, I mean, you're, you're going to uh, make sure that you extract maximum value out of the enterprise folks, but for the smaller guys, what's kind of the, the price point to get started in terms of setup fee and monthly? Sure, we can get started for as little as $199 a month. There's no onboarding fees, and you can even self-serve it from our website. Um, you know, we, we go up from there basically based on the amount of bandwidth and the number of requests you have. So, you know, the, the more content and the more users you have, they're, they're great problems to have, but that's how our pricing starts to go up. And I think that, you know, that's pretty consistent with CDN solutions or really anything else that's trying to give you that acceleration. And then when we okay. move into optimization, it's also, it, it's a very gradual sort of ramp up. Okay, so basically it's kind of a utility and you'll pay for what you use usage model. Exactly right. Yep. Okay. Well, fantastic. Uh, so um, I know that uh, you guys are big fans of Conversion Conference. Just want to mention to all of our listeners that the next one, of course, is coming up uh, in San Francisco here in the middle of March. Um, use promo code WMFM for $100 off of your, of your full conference pass. All right, I want to thank you very much for uh, joining me today. Uh, tell our listeners uh, where you guys will be appearing and what's the best way to get a hold of you. Absolutely. So you can always find us on yottaa.com, um, and I will be at Conversion Conference in March in San Francisco. So if I could meet any of the listeners there, that would be great. Fantastic. Uh, well, again, loyal listeners, you wasted a perfectly good half hour of your life on this show, as the click and clack the Tappet Brothers like to say. But we thank you for that, and hopefully you learned something from my conversation with Ari. Thanks, Tim. 
and we'll see you on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.